bum. The bell tolls. The time is here, folks. Super wild card weekend. Who's going to advance? Who's going to go home? Let's dive right in. Making Waves, an NFL Confidence Pool podcast. I am your host, Mac. And I am your host, Bob. And it is Super Wild Card Weekend, the first weekend of the 2023-2024 NFL season playoffs. Woo-wee. It is exciting. It is exciting. It is exciting. Are you excited, Bob? I don't think it's very exciting at all. So no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not excited. It's actually not not really fun. Not exciting. Not not going to be a good time. Not going to be a good football weekend in any capacity. No, we definitely haven't been working towards this weekend and these next couple weeks for the last 18. So yeah, regular season's over. My boys are done. So there's really nothing to uh, to look forward to for this fella, unfortunately. Well, unfortunately for you, that may be true. But for me, there is a lot to look forward to. Maybe not this weekend. We'll see. We'll get into that a little bit later. Oh, we'll get into that. Oh, we've got a lot to get into. That's for sure. But yes, it is a very exciting weekend. I'm also just excited to be done with the bets, done with the shenanigans. We know how everything has shaken out to this point for Buko Box, for Waffle House, for who's going to be in the playoffs. It's just going to be nice to enjoy some football, not have to worry about the added stress of who we picked, who I picked, who we put in for fantasy, you know, different things like that. I'm just excited to enjoy some good old-fashioned playoff football. So many things that we just don't have to worry about anymore. So many, so many, I guess it's a new saying, cookies off the plate. Things off the plate. That is a new saying. Don't know if I've ever heard that one. Well, now I have. Cookies off the plate. So we have so many cookies on our plate throughout the year. Yes. And our plate is cleared. And our plate is clear. We ate all our cookies. I only have one cookie to worry about as I head into this this weekend. And that's cheering my heart out for the Lions. So just one cookie. That's so much easier than like a stack of cookies. I know. And you know what I just realized? I should have said nuggets on our plate. That would have been so much more. That would have been perfect. Okay, I'll edit that out. Thank you. So like I said, nugs on the plate. So many nuggets on our plate throughout the season. All are so good, so juicy, so chickeny, so great. We love them all. But now that the plate is a little more open, we can really focus, like Max said, on football. We can focus on, you know, the things that I guess at the end of the day really matter, which is who's going to win this weekend and who is ultimately going to win this Super Bowl. So it's just a lot to look forward to, and uh, I guess we're just going to have to see what happens. Time will tell. We will. We will have to see what happens. Time will tell indeed. It is sad that the uh, right or the season in, in its entirety is coming to a close over the course of the next, give or take, a month, a little more than a month, but mm-hmm. there's still a lot of football to be had, a lot of really good matchups to be had between now and then, so it's an exciting time. January football, February football, doesn't get much better than that. I mean, even Patrick Mahomes himself in an interview the other day said, what, would he rather be running around with his kids in the backyard? And he said, no, he'd rather be playing football. So dad of the year, 
quarterback of the year. No, not I, I don't think either of those, but <laughs> hey, that's okay. Patrick said, hang out with my kids. Are you crazy? I want to be playing football. What yeah, the heck? Yeah, he literally said that. He said, I'd rather be playing football than, I don't know, playing out in the backyard with my kids. <laughs> he said, huh, negative five degree temperature being outside with my teammates or being in a warm house with my kids and wife. Huh, let's be outside in the tundra. Yeah, he's like, no, thank you. But yes, it's an exciting weekend ahead. But before we look ahead, let's quickly look back and recap a couple of things. Bob, did we win the Buco Bucks in week 18? So, unfortunately, we did not. I like to think that if we did, that would have been the first thing. I wouldn't have been able to keep my my lips shut on that one. I would have been singing from the mountaintops. We would have been dancing with our Buco Bucks surrounding us right now and... It's a sad, sad day knowing that the hooligans in 2023-24 did not win a weekly installment of the Buco Bucks. It's disappointing. It's surprising. But I think the only thing that this can mean is next season, we're just going to have to come out firing and win. Win extra. We got to make up for this year and win extra. We're going to have to because this is the first year we haven't won a weekly uh, matchup, and it's, it's devastating. It's devastating. I think that's a perfect word. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of things that are sad recently with the NFL season, but I think nothing nothing tops the uh, the fact that we didn't win the Buco Bucks. So yeah, hooligans. We tried our best. We did our research. We probably spent more we time didn't on these try games. Hard enough. We didn't try nearly hard enough. We were too busy eating our cookies and nugs from our plate. Apparently, too many. Apparently, too, apparently too many things on the plate. Too many nugs on the plate. We couldn't focus. That one took a back burner. And it's just, it was buried under the plate of nugs. And we got to prioritize that next year. We definitely do. We need to prioritize that next year. We need to, I think, and obviously correct me if you think I'm wrong. I think we need to spend double the amount of time on football. We need to spend double the amount of time on our research. And we need to just come together and second guess our picks more. We need to just really micro analyze everything to make sure this doesn't happen again. What you're saying to a T, it was exactly my thought process as well. Yeah. Because, you know, we just didn't do enough this year. So we didn't we care gotta enough. step it up. We all gotta step off it up. season, be prepared because this is all we're gonna talk about is our strategy for next year. We're gonna be doing a boot camp on how to win the Buga Bucks all off season long. No break, no couple months of of nothing after the Super Bowl. And uh I'm ready for it. And folks, I think it goes without saying that we're going to be coming back better than ever in 2024, 25. <laughs> Stay tuned. But until then, uh, there is something that's going to tide you over, I think, just fine. I think you're going to sleep just fine at night knowing, even though you lost the Buco Bucks, knowing that you did, in fact, officially win the Waffle House Challenge. Congratulations, oh, Bob. My goodness. Thank you so much. Yeah, this might be one of the greatest honors I've ever, I guess, had the privilege of of winning, of claiming. Um, it was a hard battle, Mac, and I gotta give it to you. A couple of weeks ago, it looks like I had it in the bag. You made me sweat there until the end. It went down to the wire. Sure but did. uh my stomach, which is a little on the rocks the last couple of days, is very happy. I'm not going to have to Thanks eat. to his trip to Mexico. <laughs> Thanks to my trip to Mexico. Shout out Sophie and Scott. Congratulations to the Fifes. Yeah, I'm very happy sitting here knowing I'm not going to have to live in a, a Waffle House for a while, which by the way, we need to uh, we need to talk about the terms of that, don't we? 
Yeah, we do. We do need to talk about the terms. Obviously, I'm open to whatever you decided. I know at one point you had mentioned that you don't necessarily want to spend 24 hours of your, uh, whatever it is, 72 hours in Asheville in a Waffle House with me. Yes. But we can we can discuss the terms. Obviously, I'm at your mercy here. So we'll we'll leave it up to you. Okay, we will have to discuss. I've been thinking about it, and I agree. As much as I would love to be sitting in a Waffle House with you, watching you, you know, just struggle through all those pancakes <laughs> and waffles and cheering you on to uh, knock down that time. Not sure if we or Nick would love uh, spending a, a perfectly good weekend day stuck in a Waffle House. Yeah, probably probably not. We only get limited time together. So I, maybe I'll have to go and send you videos throughout or take pictures of myself throughout or I don't know. We'll talk about the terms, terms offline and yes. I, I'm at your mercies. But don't worry, everybody. I will be eating a crap ton of waffles regardless of where or when this takes place. Absolutely. Um, I was thinking, yeah, we can talk offline and we can we can let the way riders know of the actual plan here in the next couple of weeks. I was thinking just to give you a brief um, kind of outline of what I'm what I'm going for. I think we can make this an at home challenge for you. Oh. Some random day you could be working from home and doing it to not waste a uh, weekend day with you and the wifey. Don't want to waste a day with all of us three in Asheville. So I was thinking we could do something with you by a just a crap ton, a shit ton. Oh my god, explicit of egos to make it a little easier because egos are much smaller than the the Waffle House waffles that are literally as big as a human size head. A plate. <laughs> And you can do the same thing at your your uh, your home, and you can just every waffle that you finish, you can knock one off of the amount. See, there, there's there's a couple See, things. So that you it's can like, eat. do I have to eat a full twenty four, or am I just eating only waffles for twenty four hours, regardless of yes. how many I eat? Or you can think on all these different things. Yes, but. these are some of the details that need to kind of be um, really, really, uh, I guess, stirred over. So we'll let you know. Um, and some really, really good news. Thank you for the congratulations, by the way. It was fun. I'm excited to uh, do a similar challenge next season. So, yeah, I guess between Fantasy and Waffle House, your boy actually didn't do too, too terrible uh, yeah. this season. But, yeah, so some actual good news is I know I a couple times have promised that an episode would be less than an hour. And this episode, with only having six games and my dad coming down to the city in 50 minutes – this has to be an hour at the absolute longest. So for the first oh, time, oh boy, New Year's resolution complete. Bob, I'm not fibbing to the waiters. So for the first time ever, maybe he will stick to to the time limit that he promises. <laughs> I think this might be a first. Yes, the crowd goes wild. This episode will be less than an hour, folks. Rejoice. Oh, my goodness. Well, I got to say, if talking about six games takes longer than an hour, then we certainly have a problem. But yeah, we got uh, some problems. But we'll see. We'll see. I think we can do it maybe officially this time. We, uh, we'll make it work. I in, in us, I trust. We got this. In us, I trust. Okay, well, with that being said, I think there's a one more update that I want to quickly run through before we jump into all things Super Wild Card Weekend. Obviously, we try to keep you guys in the loop and in the know of the different things that go around, go on around the league. And as of the ending of the Week 18 regular NFL regular season, 
uh, there have been some firings of coaches pretty much right away. They start getting rid of coaches that they're going to move on from. Um, obviously, we saw a few vacancies occur in the middle of the season as well. But anybody who made it to the end, they pretty much immediately fire them. So as of Brutal. this recording today on Wednesday at 5.12 p.m. Eastern Standing Time, there are seven vacancies in head coaching positions around the league. That would be the Carolina Panthers, the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Los Angeles Chargers, all of whom fired their coaches midseason. And then beyond that, after week 18, the Atlanta Falcons fired Arthur Smith. The Washington Commanders fired Ron Rivera. And the Tennessee Titans fired Mike Vrabel. That would be six teams. The seventh, just in breaking news, the Seattle Seahawks are moving on from Pete Carroll. They are Crazy. keeping him in an advisory role, I guess, with the team, but he will no longer be the head coach. So there are seven vacancies, and there will likely be more in the coming weeks. So lots to keep an eye on, lots of changes already in the offseason for some teams. And, yeah, lots of lots of th- moving parts and lots of coaches that are going to get a chance at a head coaching job. Yeah, and for the first time, I feel like I feel like a lot of times when coaches get fired, dismissed, um, put into a different role like Pete Carroll did in the organization, usually the organization is not in a great spot, and a coach has to come in and really blow things up and change the culture to make them a winning team. And with the jobs like the Seahawks, who missed out of the playoffs by one game, made the playoffs last year, Chargers with an, a lot of really good offensive pieces with Herbert, and Eckler and Keenan Allen, there are some very attractive kind of like win. Now the Titans made the playoffs last year, win now openings where if they get a good coach, who knows what could happen. So some very yeah. intriguing openings. Yeah. That's NFL. a really good, that's a really good way to point it or to put it there. These are some teams that have had some success and have, have found some success and have some key pieces already in place. So yeah, get a yes. good coach in there. Things could take off in an instant. So true. Get, I don't know, for instance, a Bob, a Mac, get someone in there that really knows football inside and out. Exactly. Exactly. And we, we could turn your program from, I don't know, a loser to a winner like that. So <laughs> give us a chance. Hire us now. Come on. <laughs> give us a flipping chance, please. Oh my goodness. Well, as they're contemplating, if they're going to hire us, spoiler alert, don't think anybody's going to hire us. <laughs> we on. will continue our reign as Super podcast hosts for the NFL as we break down everything for Wild Card Weekend this upcoming weekend, starting Saturday, January 13th. The Cleveland Browns will be playing in Houston against the now champs of the AFC South, the Houston Texans at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard time. This is an exciting matchup, folks. For all of these, just so you know, we don't have confidences. Bob and I are just going to talk through who we think is going to win. And oh man, this is this is a tough one right off the bat. Bob is over there just air drumming. Do you want to explain yourself why you're I'm feeling very, so much excitement? I'm very excited. And I know we're going to be doing our 2023-24 season awards between the championship weekend and Super Bowl. But I feel like we should make a new segment this year for best best hot take at the start of the season that came true. And 
I just really, I really remember sitting here at the start of the season. I remember you putting them in second place, not first, my friend. And I was really, really high <laughs> on the Houston Texans making a huge jump. And I can't remember if I put them first or second. I think our. You, I, I think, can remember you put them second. You put the Jags first, which and, they were first until they just got bumped out. That, this they is re- true. They really shit the bed. Oh, no, my explicit. <laughs> oh my gosh, explicit. Holy smokes. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Texans went from basically being the worst team in the NFL. If it weren't for a win, they would have had the number one pick. Thankfully, Lovey Smith, they did win. But no one was really expecting them to take a big leap, except super podcaster host Bob thought that they were going to be possibly a playoff team. And not only they were a playoff team, they won the division, as Max just alluded to, and they have a home playoff game on Saturday. So I would like to uh, hereby nominate my uh, prediction of the Texans to be competitive or competitive. And, and I um, would like to hereby nominate my prediction that the Cincinnati Bengals were going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, we, that is also very worthy of a nomination. That was a good call. And speaking of good calls, my Bills were looking dead. They, they snuck in. They snuck in. They're the two seed. They're still not looking amazing with the Ravens. But hey, anything can happen. Yeah. So wanted to say and, that side note, but. But yeah, do you want to take this game first? This uh, Yes, sure. Okay. Sure thing. So yes, I don't know. This is an interesting matchup right off the bat. Cleveland has kind of come back in a life of their own. They're talking about Joe Flacco, comeback player of the year. He's in the mm-hmm. running. Just, just an incredible storyline there with Cleveland. And, you know, you think it, in the beginning, you think about, all the stuff that went on with Deshaun Watson and all the distractions off the field and everything. Mm-hmm. So then for them to come out and then go through multiple quarterbacks, be ending and heading into the playoffs with a different quarterback that they started, then they started with, which I read was, is I believe the first time ever that a team has entered the playoffs with a different starting quarterback than who they started with, or maybe that's wow. also for Pittsburgh as well, um, because that's the same case for them. So this is just a year of the backup quarterback, but it's exciting yes, it story is. here in Cleveland. And then also we have the Houston Texans, which, as you mentioned, a very exciting story as well with CJ Strout and his uh, rookie performance, just absolutely taking off. I think a big time front runner for offensive rookie of the year over there. Yes. So yes, he is. It's going to be a tough matchup, especially being in Houston. Um, I think Houston's going to come to play. Those fans are hungry for a win. The Texans obviously haven't seen a lot of this major success in a little bit now. So I think they're going to be super excited. But ultimately, I do think this kind of comes down to the fact that I think Cleveland has overall been playing better and more consistent ever since they picked up Joe Flacco. I think it's going to be a fight, but that defense combined with what they've been able to do on offense and really unlock with him, uh, I just see this being a little bit of a a low seed upset here and potentially Cleveland taking home the win. So that's kind of where I'm leaning, uh, despite this being in Houston, but happy to hear your take as well. Yes. Very good points. Uh, completely agreed. This is not, I don't think a matchup that we would have predicted at the start of the season with, uh, the Texans, not only, I guess one of us would have maybe predicted it, but yeah, with maybe the te- <laughs> with the Texans, not I don't only think I would have put the Browns in there though. I don't think the Browns, especially when Deshaun went down. Um, but man, Deshaun being out and Joe Flacco being in really makes the Browns a likable team again. I feel like no one, no one outside of Cleveland with the whole Deshaun Watson and 
everything that he was in the news for all the wrong reasons. There's a lot of people that hated the Browns. And now with Flacco coming in, the defense kind of coming out of nowhere, Browns are likable again. And I completely agree with Mac. I think this is going to be a good game. The Texans easily could have lost to the Colts on Saturday night. It took a Herculean. How do you say Herculean? Herculean. Herculean. Wait, what are you trying to, like a heroic effort? Yeah, but like Hercules, Herculean. Herculean? Herculean effort. Herculean effort. Herculean effort. I I don't know. (laughs) Cookies on the plate. Herculean effort. (laughs) For the Texans even win that game. Herculean effort. So yeah, I, man, I'm struggling today. My tummy hurts from Mexico. That's a tough one. That's a tongue twister. Herculean. Herculean. Okay, we'll go with that. Herculean. Thank you for the help. I don't know if yeah. that's accurate. <laughs> yeah, it definitely could not be a word, but we're going to go with it. And you know what? If someone wants to DM us and tell us what the word really is, please let us know. If not, we're going we're gonna to go with it. <laughs> but... Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Browns, their defense is going to be the difference in this game. I think the lights will be pretty bright for a lot of these Texans players, uh, most notably C.J. Strout, who's never, of course, as a rookie, uh, had an NFL playoff game. Joe Flacco, the grizzled veteran, has been around the block many times. He's won a Super Bowl with Baltimore. He has been in many big moments, so I don't think he's going to be phased at all. And then you got guys like Amari Cooper uh, and then Miles Garrett, who have been around the block many times as well. So I think those are going to be the main factors in a close game, but I'm with Mac on this one. I got the Browns with a low seed upset uh, going into Houston and knocking off CJ and a pretty fun story in the Texans this year. Okay. Sounds like a plan stand. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be sad if the Houston Texans season comes to a close here after this weekend, but all in all, what a what a run by them. And I think they've got a solid team and a solid core moving forward as as they, you know, have been building upon their their key players and will continue to yep. do so. What a run, and it's not over yet. That's just our prediction, and we'll see what happens, but it's been quite the run up to this point. All right. Yeah, sounds good. And also just to clarify, I was looking up that nugget that I shared and because I, I had to make sure it was actually accurate and juicy. And it, it's not the first team to enter the postseason with their backup quarterback. It's their first team to enter the postseason while using four different quarterbacks throughout the season. That makes more sense because I was that looking through the list and I'm like, sense. wait a minute, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers are also using a different quarterback than they yes. started with in week one. So it's yes. four different quarterbacks. That makes sense. Okay. Well, look at that. Wow. Four quarterbacks. Had to clarify, Had to clarify well, hey, that thank, nug. Thank you for the clarification. Nug validated. All right. Moving on to the second game on Saturday, Saturday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Peacock, only on Peacock. Yes. Uh, I, I saw a thing that said that Roger Goodell, uh, who is the, the NFL commissioner, is really making all those Swifties go sign up and pay for Peacock. He's probably getting some sort of cutback from that because wow, that's a good call. He, he put it on Peacock Saturday night. Miami Dolphins at Kansas City Chiefs. And you already made yeah. mention to this, but this one's going to be cold. This one's going to be really cold. I think the uh, expected low said like, I saw negative one at first and I saw something else today that said negative five. All that say it's going to be really chilly. It's going to be absolutely rocking in there and man talk about a Dolphins team that had everything to win on on Sunday night at home to win the division have a home game in sunny warm southern southern Florida 
South Beach. And now because they lost, they not only lost the division, they not only lost the number two seed, but now they need to go to frigid Kansas City against the very scary playoff Patrick Mahomes-Travis Kelsey combo. And what a uh, what a difference one loss makes for the Dolphins, Tua and Co. I also it's saw a crazy. crazy stat. Insane. Saw a crazy stat. Hope you're ready for another nug. Hope you're not too full from Give yours. me them nugs. No, I'm starving. Okay, good. Well, here comes a big juicy one. I saw a stat that in the last 10 games where the, uh, I think it was like the opening kickoff low was below 40, the Dolphins are 0 and 10. In, I also saw that stat, I, yes. and I saw that I saw that Tua has never won a game in below freezing conditions. So, and this isn't just below freezing; this is below zero. Yeah, this is beyond below. This is beyond below. And for those Norwegian uh, fans that are listening in, we're not talking Celsius; we're talking Fahrenheit. So this is <laughs> below zero Fahrenheit, not Celsius, not thirty-two, not zero Celsius. Way below zero. So way it's going to be cold. Uh, also, the Dolphins are just kind of—they're just kind of uh, really stumbling into the playoffs. Bradley Chubb got hurt a couple weekends ago. He is obviously out for the season, so he'll not be playing. They lost, I think, Xavier Howard, who's another big. They did. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, but, you're absolutely right. I've got the injury list here, but you're already on it. Yep, they okay. did. They they lost. Uh, you said Xavier Howard, cornerback. You said Jerome Baker. They lost their other two starting linebackers as well, Andrew wow. Van Ginkle and Cameron Good. So they're three starting linebackers are all out. And that's a big piece of your game when you're trying to stop the run. In a cold game like this, yep. running is going to be a big factor. So, yeah, you're yes, absolutely right. Keep going. So not only – no, thank you for that. Uh, I was going to say, is there a new injury king? Nope, injury queen was uh, right on top of that. So, <laughs> thank you for that. But, yeah, there's a lot a lot of injuries for Miami. Um, huge home field advantage. Chiefs seem relatively healthy. And, yeah, I mean, the Dolphins were looking like they could – could have been the number one seed for a lot of the season. Um, kind of like the Eagles, they just had a terrible end. I think the, once again, the uh, playoff acumen and just the, I think, yeah, just the experience for the Chiefs and Mahomes is going to be too much for the Dolphins. I am really excited. This is my second uh, most excited game for this weekend, in my opinion. I think the Chiefs are going to win this one by more than one or two scores and move on. Give me Chiefs. All right. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree there. Um, in terms of the injuries that the Dolphins have on their defense, I think this is just not the time of the year, obviously, you want to be contending with some of these major injuries. Beyond that, they had also lost Bradley Chubb a week or two ago, a star yes. pass rusher. And if if you're going to win against Patrick Mahomes, you need to find a way to put pressure on him, get to the quarterback, make him use those wide receivers who have been dropping the ball so much. I just don't know that the Dolphins are going to be able to do it this weekend. Later on down the line, do I think that wide receiver issues might impact the Chiefs as we've talked about? Yes, potentially. Round one, I do see them kind of coming out of this one unscathed. I think that they're going to be able to get by against the Dolphins. Um, also, to mention a couple storylines to watch, Obviously, this is Tyreek Hill returning back to Arrowhead. Oh, yes. uh, he's playing for the Dolphins now ever since he departed from the Chiefs. So that's a fun one to watch. But they're used to him. They know his gameplay. They know his game style. And that's a huge piece that the Dolphins lean on every single play. So yes. if they can shut Good that call. down, I think that's that's a positive for the Chiefs. And then also, I believe this is Tua's first ever playoff game. 
So we'll see. Oh, we'll yes. see what he does uh, under pressure. Yeah, because he had some injuries and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, this is his first ever playoff wow. game. So it's it's a big one Man. for him. And we'll see if he shines in the bright lights or if he or maybe it's just too bright. Maybe there's going to be too bright. We will see. But yeah, did not even realize those two storylines. So that is uh, it's going to be an exciting one Saturday night, baby. It is indeed, but uh, yeah, as you said, I completely agree. I think Chiefs are gonna gonna win it. So okay, look with at us. that for- said, look at us. We're agreeing. Two for two. This is great. Two for two. With that said, moving to Sunday, one o'clock p.m. Things are kicking off with the Pittsburgh Steelers, led by Mason Rudolph, as of Ugh. a day or two ago, against the Buffalo Bills, and. As you mentioned, you know, the Bills are kind of getting right at the right time. Things are things are clicking for them. They just took out the the Dolphins to win the two seed. So now they get to play in Buffalo. They get to host in a pretty difficult environment. So that's pretty exciting for them. And then on the other end of the spectrum, things are not looking great for Pittsburgh Steelers. TJ Watt, he suffered an MCL sprain. Uh, He is for sure out this upcoming weekend. So Steelers on a little bit of a downward, even though they did win to get into the playoffs against the Ravens, but it was kind of the second string Ravens a little bit. Um, things are just momentum wise. It's just really unfortunate for the Steelers to lose Watt as they head into the playoffs. So all that being said, with this being in Buffalo, with the Bills starting to click at what seems to be the right time for them, they're looking like a new team. Hard to believe that what was it, 12 weeks in, they were six and six and on the Yikes. outside looking in, and they really have put some things together to now capture that two seed. I think they're going to have no problem uh, winning against the Steelers. And if we were doing confidences, this would probably be one of my higher ones of the week. I would 100% have to agree with everything you just said. So I'm going to save a little bit of time. Oh my gosh, less than an hour and he's saving some time. What? We're only at 30 minutes and we're halfway through. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I get used to the playoffs. Not that I don't love going an hour 45, but man, this is, uh, (laughs) we're cruising. But yes. I know. This is uh this is a new year, new us apparently. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to add. No, other than the fact that Bills having a home playoff game against Mason Rudolph without TJ Watt, as Max said, is a scary combination for the Steelers. I agree. If we were doing confidence, I actually think this would be my number six out of six. Um, I think the Bills are gonna stay hot. I think that is the toughest playoff environment other than Kansas City. Detroit this weekend will be up there as well. Wow. Oh my gosh, Bob. Uh, but what? I think Detroit. I, Detroit is in the playoffs. No, they must just be. <laughs> they must just be hosting a different game. That can't be right. <laughs> give Give me the Bills, and wow, we're halfway through. Wow, we are. Well, with that, we've got plenty of time then to uh, go through our first sponsor of the Super Wild Card Weekend episode. Oh, you want me Bob? to do a sponsor? You want me to do a sponsor <laughs> right now? Oh my gosh! Well, this. Super Wild Card Weekend sponsor is brought to you by Super Car Wash. If your car is dirty, if you live in Buffalo, if your car is dirty, if you live in Detroit, if your car is dirty and you live in Kansas City, the snow is falling, the slush is out. Get a car wash from Super Car Wash. 
da 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 This week only, a car wash for $6.99. Two car washes for $14.99. Get your car wash. Get your car wash. $6.99 and $14.99? How come two car washes are more expensive than one? <laughs> because they're trying to make some money. What? <laughs> Couldn't I just buy two single car washes? Yeah, you have to go to two. You have to go For to two different locations. each. <laughs> you have to go to two different locations. Save myself to get, a dollar. Yes, if you want to save yourself some money, you better go to a different location because two is more expensive than one. I like the little jingle though. I was feeling it. Thank da-da, you. I can see. I can see you in my peripheral dancing around. So I appreciate the support. <laughs> if you live in Kansas City, the snow is falling. Something like that. <laughs> the slush is really messy on your car. Oh my gosh, too good. Uh, get your car wash. Get your car wash. I love it. Hey, car washes are an important thing in the winter. You're right. The slush, the salt, the snow. Disgusting. Disgusting. I, it's disgusting. It's you want to keep your car clean. Disgusting. It's disgusting. Um, it's sick. And you want to keep your car clean. You better get a car wash from Super Car Wash. Yeah, but only one and not two. Only one <laughs> because two is two, more expensive. It's more expensive if you get the second one. So just get one. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Thanks for that, Bob. Appreciate that Supercar Wash for sponsoring Super Wild Card Weekend episode. Uh, And with that, we can move along to the afternoon game on Sunday. The Green Bay Packers who snuck into the playoffs. I thought we had an agreement, Bob, that your boys were going to take care of that for us. We did. And funnily enough, I... I did not tell you this. I forgot, but um, I was laughing to myself because after I watched the game, I was in Cabo for a wedding last weekend, as I already said. After the game, I, I streamed it in the Wi-Fi um, at the hostel on my laptop, and I was walking to get dinner after the game. I had my Bears hoodie on. It was a little chilly at night, and there was literally a guy and girl in there, I don't know, 40s, 50s, 60s, something like that, and they had a Seahawks shirt on, and I was like, oh, boy. And he literally looked at me and said, boo, Bears. Boo Bears in Cabo, Mexico. Oh, no. I said, sorry, sorry, oh, y'all. Oh, no. I, I said, sorry, y'all. We tried to help you out because they would have needed the Bears to be the Packers. They did their part. They got a win. Um, we did not do ours, so the Seahawks did not get in the playoffs. Um, sorry to us. Sorry to them. Um, Packers are in. Thanks you should have said, you should have said, well, sucks for you because you did this to my friend last year, Seahawks. So, yeah, I should have said, you know what? That's Control what you your own said. destiny. Control your own destiny. Win more games, dum dums. Yeah, yeah. Control your own destiny. Yeah, I like that. Well, yeah. we should have done that last year, but. <laughs> well, hey, it's okay. You did this year. Hey, we did this year. You're right. But yeah, speaking but of this game. I appreciate you trying. I appreciate you trying. And anyway, sorry, I didn't even say, I, I know you know who they are playing, but our, our listeners do not. They are playing in oh, yes. Dallas, Texas against the Cowboys. So yes, now take it away, please. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, playing in Dallas, this is definitely probably a PTSD-infused game for the Cowboys. There was there's a classic a classic little play that's circulating on the internet right now. I remember watching it at Uccello's in Grand Rapids, Michigan, back in like 2012 or 2013, of Aaron Rodgers rolling out <laughs> in the Jerry Dome, end of the game, and he had an un- believable pass to get the Packers in field goal range. Mason Crosby made the kick, ripping out Cowboys hearts. Packers moved on. Um, Cowboys did not. I've seen that play a couple times today. I'm sick of seeing it. 
Thankfully, Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. It's Jordan Love. Thankfully, thankfully. And he he has been looking pretty solid. He unfortunately had two huge games on the bookends of this season against my boys first week and last week. He's had some good weeks. He's had some bad weeks. I just think Dallas at home, they are undefeated at home with a little asterisk because your boys were the team that really, not that we're talking about that again. but Yeah, yeah let's, let's talk about that because we would be – on a bye this week had that official not blown that call. So let's talk about that. Oh, uh, let's talk about it. Okay. We don't have to talk about it. We've already talked about it enough, but I am pretty pissed about the fact that we would be the one seed, not only just the two seed. Oh, I forgot that the Niners. I read that we would have then been the one seed because the Niners lost this past weekend. We would be on a bye right now. The Niners did lose. They did. Obviously, sit some starters because they had the one locked out. But right, McCaff- so they might have not done that. You're absolutely. They right, might have been but- playing hard, but they lost. Their record's the same as your boys, and if your boys would have been the Cowboys, yes, that would have been the one seed. So, shame on you, refs. And I know Brad Allen, you. I'm coming for you. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna find you. And we're gonna destroy you, Brad. Yeah, because I- now, Brad, this weekend, I am already torn up about. But we'll get to that next game. And we're getting to that game next. And I I mean, what would be sweeter than to have your revenge in Dallas in a couple weekends, which is what I think is going to be the case. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I think the Cowboys at home are just too good. Cowboys are healthy. They just locked up the NFC East. Thanks to, sorry, Big T. Happy birthday, by the way. Thanks to the Eagles absolutely fumbling the bag down the stretch. The Cowboys won their first division title in a couple of years. And I think they are just rocking and rolling at the right time. I think they're going to be able to beat the Packers. I think this would be my second highest confidence were we, if we were to be doing confidences, give me the Cowboys at home to stay undefeated in Dallas and to move on to the divisional round Packers. All right. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. I would actually, I feel like I would love, well, I know I would love for the Packers to take care of them this weekend because then the Lions would get another home game instead of having to go and travel to Dallas, as you said. Mm. But if we're being honest with the way that they have been playing at home, I do agree. I do believe that the Cowboys will likely win this weekend. They are notorious. Let's let's not forget they are notorious for choking immediately in the playoffs. But the Packers kind of are too. So this is kind of kind of a matchup of the of the choking teams. Another storyline to watch. I know we're talking about that as well. Mike McCarthy used to be the coach for the Green mm-hmm. Bay Packers. Obviously, it's a pretty different team. He was coach for Aaron Rodgers. Um, as we said, Jordan Love's now in there. There's some different wide receivers that he's never coached. But Hey, still, it's you're you're coaching against your former team. There's obviously that added element of you want to win, but then also that added element of you want to prove that hey, yeah, it was a good idea to get rid of that coach and pick me. So lots of right. the line here for all these teams beyond just playoffs. Um, I do have to agree though. I think Cowboys at home, they've been very good. Uh, I think they're going to be able to take care of business in this game. Wow, we are four for four, and we are continuing on to what many say is the most attractive and interesting, intriguing, many-layered matchup. Mac, lead us off, and this is your game, so things are just really working out well tonight. Is it, though? Because, yes, this is my game. This game, it is 
talking about storylines as we are, this is, like you said, I think the most attractive game for storylines and the things that are going into it. We have the Los Angeles Rams led by the one and only Matthew Stafford coming into Detroit, his home for 11 years to take on my boys, the Detroit Lions in their first ever home playoff game in Ford Field. This this is a tough one for my heart. I'm going to be completely honest. I am an avid Stafford fan. Uh, Bob knows this. I'm sure you guys all know this by now. Bob got me a nice Stafford jersey. That was nice. I I wear it often whenever the lines aren't playing, and I still wear it. I can't wear it this week. Sorry, Staff. Can't wear it this week. But, yeah, I'm an avid Stafford fan. When he went on to Los Angeles, when he won that Super Bowl, it really was like a win for – Detroit in a way because he was our quarterback for 11 seasons and could just never get over the hump as hard as he may try he got us to playoffs but we just couldn't win we we didn't have home playoff games it was tough it was tough to depart with him and it's sad to see him go for him to now be coming back into Detroit for our first ever home playoff game uh, in Ford Field our potential first win since 1992, I believe it is, before we were even born. 31 years since our last playoff win. This is There's just a lot on the heartstrings for this upcoming weekend. It's a big one. And I'm assuming I know who you're going to pick, but I'd love love to hear it. Oh, yeah. I just didn't know if you wanted to touch on any of that storyline. But yes, then, of course, I will go into who I will pick. Yes, I didn't want to steal the baton from you in no, this game. No, no, please, games. please. I know I never do that, but I didn't not want not want to uh, take away your uh, your moment of of Stafford and Lions talk here. But yeah, it's it's a crazy one. I've seen a couple videos. I saw Jeff Saturday, the uh, the new analyst on ESPN, was talking last night, and he just said, "I just feel bad for Lions fans." And he mm-hmm. said they've been they've been they've been waiting for this this division championship and home playoff game for so long, and now they finally get it, and they have to go against their. Uh, franchise most beloved quarterback literally in the entire franchise he he was everything to Detroit and uh as Mac was just saying a lot of people still think of him as one of their own and now he uh I mean I I do think it's perfect that the first playoff game home I know they hosted a Super Bowl back in uh early 2000s but first playoff game with the Lions involved I mean Stafford had to be a part of that um that is poetic justice at its best don't know if Lions fans would uh, describe it as poetic justice. I think they'd probably more accurately say it's just torture. <laughs> and I got a couple of buddies that are going to the game and they, they're very excited. No as, way. Yes. And th- that atmosphere oh. is going to be absurd. Stafford will get a massive cheer, I'm sure. And then I know Lions fans are going to be able to turn on the uh, their Lions brains and root for yeah. the boys in uh, Honolulu Blue. So I can't wait. Sure. This is the game I'm most excited to watch for obvious reasons. And uh We'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah, no, I I mean, you put it well. I, we've been talking, texting back and forth, obviously, ever since the announcement came out that we are officially going to be playing the Rams. And you and I have been using the word poetic a lot. And, and you're right that it, it is a poetic thing that staff gets to be a part of it in some capacity. Never in a million years thought it would be us playing him uh, for a really long time. I wanted it to be him leading our team. And it, it is hard because... 
love Jared Goff, love what he's been doing in Detroit as well. Uh, our team is an entirely different team. Um, there are some some key pieces and some guys that obviously have been there for a long, long time throughout Stafford's career as well. But yeah, I, I really do like our current team. It There is just that piece, that little piece of my heart is still with Staff. Um, and it is a little bit like torture, as you said. But once the game kicks off 8 p.m., I think you're right. I think we're going to be in full football mode. Want what's best for him. If we lose to them, I will wholeheartedly be cheering for the Rams the rest of the way through. But on Sunday night, uh, I think we just got to be Lions fans. And we got to set that to yes. the side for, for two halves and four quarters and call it a night. Okay, and the moment we've all been waiting for, who do yes. you think is going to win the game? All, all that being said, I got to go with my boys. I do wow. think this is going to be, I know, I think this is going to be a tough game. The, the Rams are a very good team. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got some incredible weapons. And this, as we've said a million times just now, this is familiar territory for Stafford, playing in the Dome, yep. uh, this specific Dome. And they've got some incredible pieces Our defense, though, has been showing up since that game against Dallas. I think if we can find a way to try to limit that a little bit in some of those big chunk plays, we've got a solid run defense to hopefully shut down Kyron, who's a key piece of their offense. And I don't know. The home field advantage, it's going to be absolutely rocking in there, as you said. So come on, Detroit. Give me Detroit. This would probably be one of my lowest confidences, though, if – I was to say, just because the Rams are such a solid team as well. I got to respect them for that. Yep. I think the last two games we were going over for over this one and the uh, Eagles Bucks would be my yep. also my uh, least, least confident two games. I would have to agree, though. I think it's hard to bet against Stafford in the playoffs. He's had a lot of great playoff games. He obviously just won a Super Bowl a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Puka's having an unbelievable season. Cooper's healthy. Kyron. They're pretty healthy. It'll be interesting to see if Laporta plays because that is a big loss if he does not. Yes. But I still think the Lions, I think this is going to be such a good game. Can't wait to watch. A lot of storylines, probably some tears. I think the Lions Honestly, are going to. probably. Yeah. I, I, I do just hope that, and I think we will be. I think Detroit respects him so much that I, I hope it is respectful for him. Oh, it will be. It definitely will yeah. be. Yeah. I would have to agree. If not, that would be uh, that'd be a shame because yeah, we did everything for that organization. But yeah, and then obviously McVay was uh, Jared Goff's coach for the entirety of yeah, his career. Yeah, not so. not to forget. You're absolutely right. There's a whole other piece to that storyline where Jared got kind of shafted from the Rams and let go and brought them yes. to a Super Bowl, and he kind yep. of got the short end of the stick, or so many thought, by getting sent to Detroit. And and look what he's done now in Detroit. Yep. So it is kind of a big. F you from him as well of like, look what I did without you. And you cut me and you thought I was worth nothing. And people thought I was coming to Detroit to end my career and look at him now. So you're right. There's a whole other aspect to the storyline. Yeah. I mean, a lot of pressure for him to want to compete against his, his replacement against his ex team. So we'll see. I get the lines as well though. And uh, we're right on time. We got 13 minutes until an hour and we got one game left. So with that being said, I think we have enough time for our second ad <laughs> of the episode here. Uh, after I just had to go through my emotional spiel. <laughs> Absolutely. After you had to go through your emotional uh, spiel. Well, I appreciate not making me do it before. Um, so You're now so I welcome. can think about my advertisement. Okay. This 
Super Wild Card Weekend episode is brought to you by Superfood. Go Macro Protein Bars. Oh. Go Macro. Mm, it's super good and gluten-free. Go Macro. If you want something substantial to eat, peanut butter, smooth and good, chocolate chips, mm-mm, good. Go Macro. Protein bars. Get them to last you throughout the game for the NFL season. Go Macro Bars. Wow. <laughs> Go Macro Bars. Go Macro. Da, da, da. That's that, that free. <laughs> we love gluten free. That sounds really good. I kind of want to go macro bar right now. <laughs> They're really yummy, actually. They they don't taste like typical protein bars. So I wow. actually we actually eat a lot of go macro bars, and I would actually advertise for them. So well, you just did. So that's perfect. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I really hope to have at least one when I come visit in a couple weeks. Yeah, we so got plenty. Please got save a me a go. Full. Great. So save me a go macro peanut butter chocolate chips. What a combo. Um, nicely done. Nutritious, Thanks. delicious. Okay, I was snacking on one earlier, so I've got my little wrapper here. I was going to say, it seemed like you were reading something Go there. Oh, that... macro. I was looking and I saw that it said gluten-free and it's double chocolate chip and peanut butter chip. Wow. That sounds awesome. Go As you can hear it, folks. macro. Go macro. Go I'm sure for macro, macro this weekend. Wow. <laughs> That's the sound of go macro. Creamy peanut butter, chocolate chip. Oh my goodness. Gluten-free. Thanks, Go Macro. <laughs> we uh, we appreciate you. Thanks, Go Macro. Thanks, Super Car Wash, for uh, just, you know, sponsoring this episode and keeping us going mm. through all of life's needs. We appreciate you. Everybody needs car washes. Everyone needs some protein bars. <laughs> and uh, we're happy that both are sponsoring us tonight. Absolutely. And they're getting us through this episode, which we are looking on time for as we head into the monday night matchup we have the philadelphia eagles at tampa bay bucks 8 15 p.m eastern standard time tell us what you got bob break it down break it down now that was cool that was cool uh this is a tough one i really don't know who i think is gonna win this game this would for question sure for you real quick before oh, you sure, jump yeah. in. Yeah. If I would have told you, I don't know, week five, six, ten, that the Eagles were gonna be playing away for their first wild card weekend matchup and in Tampa Bay, what would you have said? I would have been saying that you were crazy and that you must be drinking on the job again because that just <laughs> didn't seem like it was a possibility. The Eagles were ten. This team was ten and one. I know. Ten and one. And they finished the season eleven and six. For those of you not great at math, myself included, that means they finished their last six games one and five. That is bad news, Bears. That is very bad. Had full grasp of the NFC one seed, had full grasp of the NFC East, lost both pretty handedly, especially the one seed. They lost that last week. Yeah, I mean, A.J. Brown just went down with an injury. Uh, Jalen Hurts doesn't look like the same Jalen Hurts. The defense is letting up big games from teams like the Giants and the Commanders and teams that they should not be giving up big games to. They lost to the Panthers, for goodness sake, I believe. Who'd they lose to? Um, oh, no, it was the Cardinals. On they New lost Year's to the Cardinals. Yeah, yes. they lost to the Cardinals. They lost to the Giants. They've lost to some not good teams the past no. couple of weeks. They are and struggling. to make matters worse, Jalen Hurts this past weekend dislocated his 
middle finger. Oh, it's his yeah. non-throwing hand, but oh, that was ugly. And AJ Brown also went down with an injury. So and he's he's like actually questionable uh right now. So it's not great. And one of us knows a thing or two about finger injuries. Spoiler, it's me. That was not fun when I had to uh go through all that pain with my finger. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I know what Jalen's going through from that injury, and it ain't fun. This is tough. Living in the real world. That's Max's favorite song that she wants to try out to American Idol for. Everything's opposite right now. We have nine minutes left, and we're like, we're just singing, just absolutely random. We're we're like, like, ooh, nine minutes. (laughs) This is great. We're not at an hour 40 right now. We're going to go over an hour because of this nonsense. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, Bob. Lock it in. Your dad's on the way over. He's probably close. This game's tough. It's in Tampa Bay. But the Bucks also didn't put an exclamation point on their season. They just beat the Panthers like nine to nothing with three field goals. So they didn't look great. They stumbled in to a playoff spot. Barely won one of the worst divisions of all time. Obviously, the Eagles are one in five in their last six. This is in Tampa Bay. I don't think that's like particularly like a big time home field advantage. Baker versus Jalen. Yeah, what an ugly game. It's Monday night. Yeah, I my heart tells me that the Eagles are going to be able to figure it out come playoff time. They have all of they have all the experience with the guys from the Super Bowl last year. Jason Kelsey, one of the best centers in the league. Shout out Swifties. That's Travis's brother, as you know. Devonta Smith, a great receiver. Also injured. Oh wow. Well apologies. Also questionable. Oh my gosh. Well, if they if both of those this is this is purely based off of the fact that one of those two receivers, A.J. Brown or him, plays. I think the Eagles are going to be able to squeak this one out. Do I think they're going to win more than one game? No. I think they'll be able to beat the Bucs in Tampa. Uh, give me the Eagles. But that's this is for sure my least confident game of the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oof, that's that's tough. And and honestly, first glance, I'm like, Bucks are going to win. The Eagles can't win anything no. right now. So it's hard for me to get behind them. This is tough. This is tough. Well, you got se- you got six minutes and twenty I got seconds six to figure it out. To think about it. So let's just be silent for the next six okay. minutes while I think about it. <laughs> okay, let's do it. No. Oh my gosh, she actually <laughs> was going to do it, folks. <laughs> no, it's hard though because like it is like you said, the Bucks, which they have just been barely squeaking by. I want to believe that the Eagles are going to get it together, but. They haven't been able to the last six weeks when a lot has been on the line. Boy, I'm going to go with... She looks like she's in pain, folks. She's in pain. I feel in pain. I feel in pain. I feel like I'd be kicking myself. Like, why would you even bet on the Eagles again? But they're they're they have all the pieces. They have the right pieces. Oh my gosh! I'm, oh, I'm slipping. I okay. You're right. I I this is my least confident. I know we're not even doing that, but this is my last chance for the Eagles, and it's because if they lose, they're out anyway. So this is so, the last chance. Yeah, this is my last chance for them. They they have the better team, and if they can get it together, they will win. Um, but if if not, then they will not. And I guess we'll see what happens Monday that night. That was really good analysis. If they get it together, they will. And if they can't, they will not. I like yep. that. That is what it is. If they can play good again, they will win. <laughs> if they play good enough to win, they will win the game. I like yes. it. Yes. If they score more points than Tampa Bay, they will win Monday night. That's true. As Michael Scott once said, 
K-I-S-S. Keep it simple, stupid. Sometimes I don't keep, keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. And I sometimes I don't keep it simple. Max is kept <laughs> it very simple. I love that. If they play better, they will win. Yep. And did we just go six out of six in the playoff? Yeah, I, I'm changing my mind. I'm going Bucks. <laughs> oh, she said, I cannot be the I'm same. I'm pulling the rug out from underneath you. The Eagles just, no, I don't think they're going to get it together. I just you don't. You know what? You're going to regret that. Lock it in. It counts. And we're, we're putting a lot of money on the line for the oh, six Oh, are game. we? Said to win. Unbeknownst to Mac, this a lot's <laughs> on the line that's locked and loaded. Can't take it back. And wow. Okay. And folks. In a in a first of its kind, we're at fifty five <laughs> minutes and fifty nine seconds. We did it. We're less than an hour. Bum, 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 wow, bum. that is incredible. That Can is you believe incredible. it? Thanks a for day sticking we, with us. Thanks so much for sticking with us, Mac. Thanks so much for sticking with me when I'm when I'm uh, pushing us to an hour and a half. Oh, always. I'll always stick with you, Bob. No That's problem so at all. But yeah, yeah, thanks for joining us this week. Unfortunately, next week, Bob will be out of the country, unfortunately for us, lucky for him. So we will not have an episode. Dang it. But yeah, stay tuned. Obviously, if you can, tune in Sunday night for that Lions game. Do it. And we will catch up with you all as soon as Bob is back. And we're excited as we head into the divisional, uh, or I'm sorry, the conference championship round. We will fill you all in. Yes, we're going to have a lot to catch up on. Sorry, not to reiterate exactly what you just said, but we got three minutes. We got time literally running out of our ears right now. We got now. time to spare, basically. We got time to spare. I, I will not allow this to go over an hour. I will literally hang up before it gets to that point. But I'm really pushing the uh, I'm really pushing the limit here. But yes, I, I will be out of the country next week, as Max said. So next time we'll be with you, it will be, we'll be down to the final four, right? It will be conference championship weekend, final four, and Bob will be in town that weekend. So I I don't know, we might have to do that recording together that Friday, right before the conference championships. That would be great because we don't have to do it on Wednesday anymore because there's no more Thursday games. Exactly. Well, hopefully, I can't believe I'm saying this. I hope that your boys are still alive so I can watch the Lions with you. And I really hope hope for you and Nick's case that you'll be able to go and spend the Super Bowl with Steve and Patty in Vegas. So we'll see. There's a lot between now and then. It's going to be an emotional game this weekend. Hey, survive in advance. Thanks so much for sticking with us. Three more episodes left of the season. Can't wait. Should we do it? Yeah, let's talk to you next week. Peace. Peace. Go Bears, we did it.